What's up, Pete? How we doing? How we living? Another episode of Talking Football here with myself, Austin Cunningham, and Justin Treese. We are here to talk about some of the news that is going on in the NFL. Um, if you haven't heard yet, a pretty, pretty mind-boggling, unexpected news two weeks from when the season is officially supposed to start, in a sense. We're going to go ahead and just jump right into this because, we, yes, we usually start off with Trisivia, but I want to mix it up just because this is such shocking and breaking news. I want to talk about it now, and it's the fact that Andrew Luck is retiring from the NFL. This shakes up the entire league, not just the AFC, not just the Indianapolis Colts, not just their quarterback room where their general manager's mindset is, where the fan base mindset is. This affects the AFC South, the AFC in general, and the NFL in total. This is mind-boggling, shocking news. And, Trace, I believe I'm the one that broke it to you on accident, kind of. You did. I was driving home from a nice little dinner, and all of a sudden, I get a FaceTime from you. And I'm like, he's either super silly drunk or something horrible happened which one is it and you just start out with andrew luck retired and i was like ah bullshit what's up and you're like no i'm dead fucking serious andrew luck just retired and i was like what and obviously when you're on facetime you can't like look at the internet and so you're just telling me all about this for like 15 minutes and it, it was just so much information all at once i didn't even know how to take it until the whole night, I had to like digest it. And be like, okay, what does this mean? Like you said, what does this mean for the Colts? What does this mean for the AFC South? What does this mean for the AFC? Because a lot of people were thinking, hey, it's the Chiefs and it's the Colts. Obviously, the Patriots in there as well. But a lot of people said it was those two teams with the Patriots kind of in third. Yeah. And the, the crazy part about it was I didn't even have my phone on me. I saw like a glimpse of luck retires like on my watch when the notification came up because i felt my watch buzz and i was like ah, i'm just sitting on the couch enjoying the weekend with my girlfriend have my phone on the kitchen counter charging and i was just like whoa what open my watch up read andrew luck has retired it's from adam schefter from bleacher report I'm like okay this isn't a joke this is really adam schefter and then i start thinking why is he retiring and i was like oh my god his ankle's worse than what we thought he's just He's done. And sure enough, that's what it comes down to. And like you said, quote, you know, it was just injury, rehab, or injury, pain, rehab, pain, then repeat, rinse and repeat. And I guess I didn't understand how traumatizing that is in a sense of doing it year after. I mean, since 2016, that's essentially three years in a row of just, hey, you're hurt. We got to rehab. I know you're in a lot of pain. We just got to get through it and we're good. Well, he got through it, and he was good, and then it happens again. And we can kind of take a deeper dive into his press conference here, but like your initial reaction, Trees, on how this affects the AFC South, that's really what I want to hear right now. So obviously they can't be the favorites anymore, like a lot of people thought they were going to be. And so I, I actually got quite a few tweets at me saying, like, hey, the Jags, this is the Jags to lose now, and I still can't say that. I mean – 
let's not forget, Houston won this division last year. They are the defending champs until someone knocks them off. That's the way I see it. And I know that they're in complete turmoil as well with no GM, Clowney who knows what's going on, Lamar Miller just tore his ACL. Like, what are they going to do? Running back? Like, I get it. But in the end, that team still has Deshaun Watson. They still have Hopkins. They still have J.J. Watt. You're still the favorite. But, but it opens the door completely. Like, it really does. I can easily see those two just dueling it out at the end. And week two, now with Jags versus Houston, week two, that game is just ginormous now. Like, start of the season, like, you, whoever wins that has obviously has that lead on that division at that point and really can kick, take a stranglehold on the division. Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing with the Colts, um, I'm pretty, is that all you have for the AFC South in general here before we kind of take a deeper dive into all this? Yeah, of course. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So with the Colts, their situation, you know, of course this news breaks and I'm like, I am just like just hawkeyeing Twitter. Like I am forgetting that I'm with my girlfriend and her family at this moment, Andrew Luck, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, has just announced a retirement during a preseason game. Okay, let me take that back. He did not announce it. The news broke. First off, whoever he told or whoever someone broke the news to Adam Schefter, that guy's kind of a douchebag. Like, that individual, that human being is kind of a douchebag. Like, he was supposed to have this moment at 3.30 p.m. on Sunday, which is when we're recording. But it doesn't it, like it breaks during a preseason game, and he's on the sideline during his teammates just talking and enjoying the moment with them, and like, hey, this is my last time being with all of these guys. And then when he leaves the field, they start booing him. And at that point, you just have to realize when you're Andrew Luck, like, all right, I'm making the right decision. Like this is, I can be forgotten and I can be turned against in the snap of a finger after what I've done and what I've put myself through year after year. And especially what he's done for Indianapolis since Peyton Manning left. So, like I said, I was hawkeyeing Twitter, and someone had mentioned, "Hey, this is a huge thing against the Colts. Like, this sucks for their general manager Chris Ballard. Like, he has completely revamped this team. Last year, we saw, you know, with Darius Leonard, second round pick, becoming an All Pro, Defensive Rookie of the Year." This is, you know, what Chris Ballard does well. He builds a team around Andrew Luck. It just sucks that it's this late and that this is what is taking place for Andrew Luck and the Colts team in general. But back to my point here again. Chris Ballard is in a situation of having the team ready to go, and he loses the guy that was on top of it all. Like, the entire reason that they were going to get to where they were was because Andrew Luck is going to be healthy and be Andrew Luck. He's gone. So a lot of people are sitting here thinking, crap, like poor Chris Ballard, like this sucks for the Colts. But one thing you have to remember is this guy finds talent. Like this guy will get someone to replace Andrew Luck. I'm not going to say he's going to be better than Andrew Luck, but you know it's going to be a guy that helps this team moving forward. Like the Kansas City Chiefs drafting Patrick Mahomes. Chris Ballard was there a year before. Those guys that were in that room scouting for – Patrick Mahomes was the same room that Chris Ballard just left to go be the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts. All those guys find talent where some people overlook it. They put too much thought into it. Chris Ballard goes, hey, I know this guy. I watched him play football. 
He's a good football player. I want him on our team. Boom, here we go. And that's exactly what he's going to find in the next quarterback. Maybe he doesn't find it next this next year's draft because I believe Jacoby Brissett is going to be a good enough quarterback where they're picking in the teens or if the 20s at the NFL draft. Like, I still think there's a part of them that will continue to compete for the AFC South. That is where my mindset is with the Colts. But moving forward, I know that Chris Ballard is going to find a guy that is going to continue to help the Colts going forward. This, this isn't just going to be the end-all for the Colts. So if you're a Colts fan, listen to this right here. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I really do feel bad that this is happening at this point in the season. I'm sure it sucks. But you got to respect Luck's decision, his toughness, his determination to try and come back and go, you know what, i got to pick myself over football right now. And the fact that you have the mental strength to make that decision and the awareness to do it, that's another thing that stands out about Andrew Luck. And I respect him to all ends. I mean, to do that, like he said last night, that's the toughest decision he has had to make in his entire life. He's 29. 29 years old, dude. That is nuts. Yeah, it really is. I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head on everything you just said there. So I don't have a lot to add, but <clears throat> I mean, I agree. I don't think the Colts are dead in that division. I still think, you know, we'll get into our division things, but I'll do a little spoiler. I still think they're a seven and nine team. I really do. Like that, ta- that team is so talented. It is they're so a seven talented. and nine team. I think they are a seven and nine team without Andrew Luck. Yeah. I had I had them ten and six with I think they're seven and nine without him. I guess that's that's fair. I mean, seven and nine, eight and eight, right in there. I mean, I was gonna say eight and eight. That's one more than where you're at. So I'm not gonna sit there and try and make a big deal out of it. But I feel like Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he's a winner. Chris Ballard came out and said that like he's Jacoby Brissett's a winner. Like that's what he does. He's won before. You know, he won with the Patriots. Here we are. Yeah, but he didn't win with them two years ago when Andrew Luck was out. So, I mean. That's why they had a number four overall pick and got Quentin, uh, whatever Nelson. Jesus, struggling today already. Hey, but um, we're good. We're Twenty good. minutes into the show, I think we're doing our or ten minutes. Excuse me, I think we're doing good. I think we're yeah. Doing good. So, but overall, man, like, I can't say that I like know how I would react. Um, getting that news about my quarterback stepping down. 10 days, 15 days before the season, however long it is at this point. Um, I would like to think that I wouldn't boo. I really would. I, I, I'm, I think, but I am that type of person that I don't like, but I don't know, man, it's tough. Like you got to think about, you know, him just as a person more than anything. But I also get like, you get the heat of the moment or like, you just really get into it. I also thought I would be like a dude that like, can just like, your favorite team loses and it's like no big deal. Uh, well, two years ago in the AFC championship game, I literally was like a 28 year old dude crying in my living room when they lost to the Jaguars. So straight up, straight up tears coming down my face. And I was just so upset. So who, who fucking knows? Right. Um, yeah, that that's real life. I mean, so, if, if I wasn't in a bar with the public with a pretty waitress, or pretty bartender that was really serving us all night and giving us like pretty much free drinks. I probably would have been in the same situation last year, yeah. but I had to hold it together. You know, I, I, to, I yeah. think I did well, but for sure. But I mean, overall, I do think, and I, a lot of people say this, so I'm not breaking news, but I do think a lot of people are, are like, okay, heat of the moment. I booed, but now I, I, I'm okay. Like I'm okay with like, it, it was just the rough of the timing, rough timing for it and everything. But overall, man, good for him. I mean, if I remember correctly, 
like during the draft process, he always said that he didn't want to play for like 15 to 20 years in, in the NFL. I believe he said that he only wanted to play like 12 years or so because he wanted to be build buildings or something like that. Whatever he went to, whatever he got his degree. And I don't remember what his degree was in architecture. I don't know what it was, but something freaking smart. Probably would probably the Stanford yeah. nerd, as some would say. Yeah. And I could be wrong on that, but I swear I remember reading that at some point, but I mean, overall, dude, I, I couldn't do what he was doing like four straight years of rehab and then getting healthy, playing, then getting injured rehab. Like it's, it's rough. Um, but man, it did make for an, an enjoyable Saturday night. Not only did we have college football back, uh, that, those games were, both games were super fun last night, by the way. Uh, but that just made it even better. Absolutely. Going back to where you said, you know, where you would like to think you wouldn't be the one booing. I'm kind of in the same situation there. Like, I feel like I'm pretty good at moments like that of being like, I can't sit here and hate someone. You know, I don't know what their mindset is. I don't know what their reasoning is. I don't know this guy personally. And so even when I was saying like, oh man, like that sucks for the Colts. Like that was never really my thought of like, what a stupid decision by him. It was just, uh, just when you think they have it all good to go, he's got to go, Hey, like I, I can't do this and I'm sorry. And like, yes, that sucks, but you have to respect the fact that he had like, that's like, that's a strength. Like, some people are going to look at that and be like, oh, that's a weakness. This guy did it. Like, no, that is a strength. If you can admit that you are not enjoying something or not going to be able to put your full to it and get out of that competitive mindset of, like, I can just fight through this again and again. Like, dude, that's a lot of self-awareness and, like, you know, just understanding of who you truly are as a person. But like I was saying, like, being in the seats and at that game and hearing that news, I feel like I would just be watching him the entire time. Like, I would just be watching his body language, like, his emotions, you know, any excitement that's going on on the sidelines, like, big plays. Like, how is Andrew Luck reacting to this? Who is he talking to? Who is, you know, who is he hanging around right now? Because these are the moments that, like, if you're a fan and you're live at that game, you're never going to forget that. And that's going to be a story you'll have for the rest of your life. I was at the Indianapolis Colts-Chicago Bears preseason game when the news broke that Andrew Luck was going to retire. You'll never yeah. forget that. Absolutely. Absolutely. The guy that they kept showing on the TV that was wearing the Colts the Luck jersey and took it off and held it up and then had his arms raised and looking at Andrew Luck like, what the fuck? Like, that that bugged me. Like, it really did. Like, I don't I, even I'm think I've like, seen that, to be honest oh, with you. I don't. No. I never saw that. I will send it to you after this. It's so annoying. Like, and I, like, even if you're upset, like, you don't have to take your jersey off and then, like, show it to Andrew Luck and have a, like, a what, what's going on face. Like, yeah, he retired. Like, he retired. Like, you don't have to act like that. I don't, I don't know. Like, and, like, that to me is way worse than booing. Like, it's just so immature, is really it, what it is. It really is. It really like, is. Even when there was, I even saw videos of people burning their jerseys. I have never, ever, 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 and I, st- I still never will process how you can look at a fucking jersey that cost you $100, unless it's some $35 one you bought from China that took a month and a fucking half to get there, and it didn't arrive on your door before the game. It arrived literally the Monday after, and so you spend all this time waiting for this new jersey to not have it. Maybe I've fucking been there. It, it sucks, okay? But the fact that you... 
had this thought in your mind to go, you know what? I'm going to burn this jersey. Why? 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 It Why? makes no sense. It Why? makes no sense. It, it literally does not. I literally have, in, and I became a no jersey. I'm not a jersey guy about like six years ago because of this. Actually, even though my wife did buy me one a couple years ago. But <laughs> I was going to say, I have like seven jerseys. Um, not counting MJD ones. I, I literally have six MJD ones by my, by themselves, but like seven other Jags jerseys. And they're all like guys that are active still that are no longer with the Jags. And I've never thought like, I don't, I'm going to burn this like, like a Rob, right? So my wife bought me an Allen Robinson Jersey, uh, started 2017 season. She gave it to me like three days before the season started. I was like, Oh hell yeah, this is awesome. Two plays into the season, he tears his ACL. <laughs> and then never plays with the Jags again because he's he's a free agent and then goes to the Chicago Bears. And because he left, I didn't go, hey, Rob, I'm burning this shit. No, I'm like, my wife spent hard-earned money on that. Like, is it irrelevant at this point? Yeah, but I'm not going to burn it. I'm just going to keep it in my freaking closet. And then, At what point does it prove? I mean, like, look. I know you just made money off this jersey I have, but uh, <laughs> watch this, bro. Gonna burn it. Yeah. And by the way, cool. everybody that's doing that, it, it was old after the LeBron James thing. The very first people that did it, like, it was old after that. Like, it, it was. That so, kind of made sense. It Still was stupid. somewhat creative back then, right? Like, it was like, hey, like, he really, like, he really burned that city, right? Like, that was the <laughs> big thing. Um, pun intended there. But, like, but after that, I'm just like, it's, it hasn't been funny. It's not cool. It makes no sense. Just stop with it. And same with the same with the ones that act like they're going to burn it, and then they drop like a, a little note that says, like, thank you and stuff like that. Don't need those anymore either. I'm good without them. Good without them. <laughs> but that's just me. Maybe you're different, but that's how I feel. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh so, anything else we want to say about this Andrew Luck thing? I think I have it out of my system. I'm glad we got to talk about it. I got to hear your raw reaction because we really didn't talk about it. I mean, honestly, Trace yeah. tried talking about it before, and I was like, "Dude, shut up! Like, let's talk. Like, let me press record, and then we'll talk." I didn't yeah. tell him to shut up. I got more respect for him, more respect to him for, than that. But you know, but most of the time when I try to talk to Austin, it's "Hey, save it for the pod." Like, I, I'm not allowed to talk to Austin outside of the podcast. <laughs> Talk to me on Twitter or the pod, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only two places I can interact with him. <laughs> He's like, just lose my phone number, actually. <laughs> yeah, just get, just delete the contact. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Just know at, at 4 p.m. on Sundays, I'll be online. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Glad you understand. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Trees Ivia, that's usually how we start out. Like I said, today we decided to talk about Andrew Luck. Most deservingly so. Andrew, before we end this, thank you for everything. You being in the NFL was something amazing. You are one of the highest scouted players. You have set the standard of what it's like to be a perfect quarterback. It sucks to see you go out this way. I hated you when you beat the Chiefs the way that you did coming back with that. That situation is over with. It's in the past. Looking at your career in the NFL is one that will never be forgotten. Your retirement will never be forgotten. But the fact that you have decided to leave the game on your own terms is something I will always respect. 
and I thank you for everything that you did in the NFL, especially as a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, the AFC South, and the NFL as a whole. Thank you. Now, let's roll into Tree Sevia here. Treese, what do you have for us today? I have another player A, player B, so I sure hope you got that pen and paper nearby. Oh, you always you know it. There we go. All right, player A. These are running backs. You will know that, obviously, by these stats. Thank you. Player A, 2,441 rushing attempts. Yards, 10,379. Touchdowns, 84. Yards per carry, 4.3. What was that? Yards per carry, 4.3. Okay. Fumbles, 28. You always have that one extra stat that makes me run out of paper. (laughs) (laughs) That many fumbles. 28. Thank you. (laughs) Player B, rushing attempts, 2,346. Rushing yards, 10,606. Touchdowns, 69. Nice. Nice. Yards per carry, 4.5. Fumbles, 22. Ooh. So you almost have to go, the person who has the, the most attempts, less yards, more touchdowns, less yards per, per carry, and, and more, fumbles. more fumbles. Yikes. So these 84 touchdowns, are they receiving and rushing or these all rushing? On, these are only rushing stats. I did not get into the receiving, receiving stats because I just didn't want to make it complicated. Um, You know what? I think I would take player two. Okay, player B? Okay. Let's yep. guess who these players are. Player A is a recent retired running back, and player B is a still active running back. He just retired running. Is player two Adrian Peterson? It is not. Okay, and a running back that just retired. Like, how recent retired? This year. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, that does not help you. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> AFC or NFC? AFC, your division. He just retired. Marshawn Lynch. Correct. Is player one. He is player one. Okay. And now player two is still currently in the NFL. And he is in the AFC. And he is also in the AFC. No way it's Frank Gore. No, it is not. No. Am I even close? No, there's no way. I think you're Sean McCoy. There you go. Damn. How did how did I know? As soon as I said Frank Frank Gore, I was like, no, I was like, wait, he's still in the league. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy. The replacement for Marshawn Lynch, correct? No. No, 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 no. No. Nope. Nope. Take that back. Take it back. So crazy. I mean, those stats are very identical. They really in totally different style running backs. Yeah. Wow. So 
you know, and I don't know, like you said you might take player two, right? But I was just like, I don't know if you can say you'd take one player or the other. Like they're so identical, right? But it just shows like everybody's like Marshawn Lynch is a Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. He's a Hall of Famer. Okay. So is LaShawn McCoy. Like that's I've honestly never thought Marshawn Lynch was a Hall of Fame player. Like, really? yes, he's a good running back, but I honestly, if someone says Marshawn Lynch a an in a Hall of Fame worthy player, I instant reaction, no. That's what I always said. But when he retired, I I saw all over Twitter. People are like, is he a first ballot or is he a second ballot Hall of Famer? I'm like, is he a Hall of Famer, period? Wow. No, I, I don't I don't think either of them are, honestly. Me either. No. Me either. No open up to hope. So hey, we're gonna change it up a little bit more this episode. Treese is not the only one with some trivia here. The Treese Trivia section is now branching off to yours truly, Mr. AC. Do you have a nickname for it right off the top of your head here, Treese, or no? No, I don't. What do Trivia you got? Trivia with Cunningham. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, that sucked. So, player name you need to guess, but the first seven years of their career, they won a league MVP. They were an all-pro. Four-time Pro Bowler. They led the league in passing touchdowns twice. Was the NFL passing rating leader in 2007. And was the youngest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. All in their first seven years of playing in the NFL. And they won three. They won in their first seven years. They won three what? Super Bowls. They won three in their first seven years. Youngest to ever win the Super Bowl. Was won a league MVP. Was all pro twice. Was a four-time pro bowler. Led the league in passing touchdowns twice. Led the league in passing yards twice. Was the NFL passing rating leader. And was NFL Offensive Player of the Year. So you're trying to bait me into uh, Tom Brady here, and I'm not going to do it because I don't think that he uh, led the NFL in passing touchdowns. You said twice? Yes. And I don't think so. So, and I know the youngest MVP is Dan Marino because we talked about that, but he obviously doesn't have a Super Bowl. So, got to count him out. I didn't say he was the youngest to win an MVP. The youngest to win a Super Bowl. Or, sorry, youngest to win a Super Bowl. Sorry, that's that's what I meant. And, yes, he obviously hasn't won that. I honestly don't know. So, and what year did this start? Sorry, you said that, but I can't remember. 2001. You won three Super Bowls? In their first seven years. First seven playing years, yep. What quarterback has three Super Bowl wins? <laughs> He's got first more seven. than three. It's the guy you thought I was baiting you into. Oh, it's is it Tom, Tom Brady. Shit. I Dude. thought... God, I should have just said it. Yeah. I was like, wait, what do you mean baiting you? Like, I was like, oh, shit, man. You guessed it really easily, and I about ruined it. And you're like, but I know it's not him. And I was like, ooh. Because, well, I'm looking at the, I'm trying to remember. Like, I didn't have a pen. I'm, I wasn't prepared for this, so I didn't write everything down. I'm trying to remember. 
he really led the league in touchdown passes twice. Yes. And so obviously in 2007, 2000, when he had his in monster 2002 year. and 2007. Oh, he led it in 2002 as well. Second I year playing quarterback. I didn't realize that. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. Dude, that's, that's nuts. From 2001 to 2007, won three Super Bowls. Youngest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, 24 years and six months. Won league MVP with 50 touchdowns, eight interceptions, including the perfect 16-0 regular season record. Was All-Pro twice, 2005-2007. Was a four-time Pro Bowler, 2001, 04, 05, and 07. Led the league in passing touchdowns, 02 and 07. Led the league in passing yards, 05 and 07. Was the NFL was the NFL passing rating leader in 2007 and was the NFL offensive player of the year 2007. That's freaking absurd. That's why he's the GOAT. Dang. I always thought, like, I don't know. I just never appreciated how good of an actual quarterback he was. Like, just because I'm so, I mean, I guess really since I've been paying attention to it, it's been since after he was 35. Like, I, before then, I never really paid attention to his first 10 years of his career because it was just a guy. I hated New England. I just freaking hated them. Yeah. Because it was always between him and Peyton Manning. And, always, and the Chiefs sucked. And since the Chiefs sucked, everyone else that was good, I hated. So that was my mindset as an elementary and middle schooler. Like, screw the guys that are good. Yeah. I don't care. Because my, my guys aren't good. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, that's fine. It that's is fine. what it is. But, yeah, when I saw that last night, and the reason I saw it was because of the Andrew Luck news coming out and what he did in his first seven years compared to Tom Brady. And it was just like, whew. Andrew Luck did pretty well, but damn, he did not do that. No, for sure not. For sure not. It's shocking news. That. Uh, staying in the AFC South, though, we're going to move on from this. Good tree you there. Really liked that. Mix it up with the running backs. Uh, we already talked about Andrew Luck, tree you my throw in. Now staying in the AFC South. A Lamar Miller tears his ACL. I feel like we just talked about this last week on how Lamar Miller was an injury away from losing a spot. And I'm pretty sure you came back with, I think he's going to be all right. Or somewhere along those lines, I think you defended him. And well, here we are. And it was a pretty nasty ACL tear. Like it wasn't just a, oh, I don't understand how that happened. That was pretty gnarly. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, now all the rumors are that here comes the. Melvin Gordon shit again uh, and for Clowney, but I just I still just don't see that making sense and I don't see I don't see Bill O'Brien wanting to give up a first and probably a second rounder for Melvin Gordon um, you know or whatever right there's already reports that they offered him two second rounders for him and they said no so I don't really? know yeah so I just don't I just don't see it man I, I don't see him going there I don't see that the Chargers are probably smart enough to say the Houston's probably a running back away from being better than us. Why would we give them our running back? So exactly. I just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So people that are saying that, I mean, yes, 30,000 foot view. Yeah, the trade makes perfect sense, right? But when you get closer, it makes actually no sense at all. I mean, if Houston's looking for a running back, they might as well ask for Carlos Hyde from Kansas City because Kansas yep. City needs some secondary help. But they're probably going to release him. So they're probably going to release Hyde. So why trade for him? Just wait, wait another four days until cuts are. Because right, they don't are. have a general manager that's thinking like that. They got, I mean, who, whoever their general manager is, whoever filled that role, 
I mean, hopefully they're not the smartest tool in the shed. It's Bill O'Brien right now. He is the one that's officially taking that rollover? Yeah. just feel like that's too much as a head coach. Me too. I agree, but that's what they're doing. I mean, they say they're splitting it up into three ways, but any trade has to go through Bill O'Brien. General manager then, yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, um, I, for me, man, there's, and I mean, Doug Martin got cut this morning. Like, that's the second time he's been cut in like three years, though. I mean, at some point, you just, I, if, if Hyde gets cut, I mean, that's the, it'll be his fifth team. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, touche, touche. You know, so, but for me, I mean, I like, I mean, he did, he, his yards per carry were really bad yesterday, but, they gave Higdon the opportunity yesterday, and I hope they give him another opportunity, rookie out of Michigan. Uh, I just hope that he gets that chance, man. I, I think he's a really good running back, and I don't know if they will. I really don't. But they clearly know they have to do something because as much as everybody wants, because everybody thinks Duke Johnson's this unbelievable running back, um, he can't carry the load. Like, he can't. He he never has been that guy. Wasn't it like he's never had like over 140 carries in a season or something like that? So yeah, I'm pretty sure you came up with that. So I mean, come on, like he's he's not going to be the bell cow for them. Like they have to get somebody else. Yep, I agree with you. And it's gonna, I mean, it, whatever running back they get, it's going to be tough to figure out because you don't really have an offensive line. Like you are missing that aspect of things. Man, Deshaun got killed again last night, dude. I like, missed it. He. I'm worried for his safety. Like, this is this Andrew Luck all over again, man? Like, this is what Andrew Luck was dealing with his first six years. That's why he got hurt. Yeah. I mean, he's just getting hit all the time. I feel bad. But, I mean, I'm not saying anything, but now that I'm thinking about this, did Andrew Luck just watch tape on Josh Allen this weekend, and that's what triggered the retirement? Just saying. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not talking Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, his other favorite team. He's talking about the Josh Allen that's a rookie that appears to be a freaking stud. Like, there's no appears about Like, that dude is going to be scary. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, Fitzpatrick, you know, say what you want about him, how he's been a journeyman and stuff, but he's been around a super long time. Like, he's he's seen a lot of things, right? And he came out after the game and was like, he's a freak. Like, I've, I've literally <laughs> never seen he, – he's like, I've never seen anything like it out of a rookie. He's like, I've never seen someone destroy an offense like the way he did tonight against us. It, I mean, it's the Dolphins. Dude. It's the Dolphins. I totally agree with you there. But <laughs> there are certain things that he did that – we're fucking awesome. I mean, every time you turned on the television, it looked like he was doing like he was in the freaking backfield. Like every time I looked at the TV, it's Josh Allen in the backfield. Like, dude, like maybe take a take a break. Nope. Okay, there you are. Bam. There you go. Nope. Yeah. I thought he I thought he did get hurt at one point. I thought he hurt his ribs or his chest because he was wincing, and then all of a sudden he's like back on the field. Bam. Tackle. Yeah, he said he was okay. just out of breath. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So, uh-huh. I mean, as a Chiefs fan, I feel like I'm a little worried about it. But I feel like Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are sitting here looking at him like, hey, they're fast. We're pretty damn fast, too. Totally, for sure. I'm, oh, it's going to be a good game, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and talk shit. Like, I really thought about it, and I was like, 
there's no need to. Like, let's just enjoy what this week one game is going to be. It's going to be unbelievable, dude. And I know it's, again, it is the Dolphins, but it's all we can go off of right now. The Jags, their defense, starting defense, did 10 plays, and they allowed 14 yards. And I know it's I know it's the Dolphins, nothing compared to the Chiefs, but that's what we can compare it to at the moment, right? And they brought in TJ Ward yesterday for a workout. What? And I've been saying that like it, the the safety is the only thing that I'm like, ah, I mean it's just unproven, right? If they get TJ Ward, and I know he's been out of football for a year, that dude's still good and he can still ball. So I would be pumped. Oh boy. I'm glad you got. I'm glad your defense is piecing it together because Kansas State Chiefs secondary corners in particular. Oh, I can't even do the whistle right. Like fuck, <laughs> <laughs> like just shit. We're we're back to it. Square one. But I want I want to stay in that Dolphins game because I raised my hand because I had something I wanted to say. Josh Rosen looked pretty good against that pass rush. He did. It wasn't the. I don't know if he was playing at the starters at a point. Played stepped the into the pocket. Starters. Stepped to his right. Bam, dropped a laser down the right sideline. Hey, if you're the Dolphins right now, yeah, you just play Fitch for the whole regular season, let him get the kinks out with the starters, and then get the young buck in there and just let him roll. Like, let that relationship with Preston Williams develop, and then you have him throw into Wilson, Stills, all them boys, and just roll with it and just hope to God your offensive line figures it out. Or otherwise... Oh, Scrawny Rosen's done. I mean, yeah. real realistically. Yeah. And he wasn't playing any starters, but I fully will say that he looked good. Like, he made a lot of good plays. And yeah. I'm not a Rosen believer, so that's me just being genuine there. Uh, you mentioned Steels. Steels will not be on this roster. Next you don't week. think so? No. The shit that's going on right now with him and the owner and uh, Jay-Z and all that shit, dude, he's going to get cut in the next four days. Or traded. Whoa. I saw the report that he didn't really like Jay-Z becoming like a, a partner in the NFL. And then like the next day, Brian Flores plays nothing but Jay-Z music, which I just kind of thought was like a funny joke. I guess yeah. I didn't realize it's been carrying on. Yeah, it's still a big deal. Like he's just like he went on Jay-Z. Like he, he doesn't know what it's like to kneel. Like he didn't have to do. He's not doing what we're doing and he's not doing this and that. And it's a it's a big deal. Like it's you should watch some of the I'm not going to get too far into it. just because I don't want to. But um, you should watch the clips of he, he has like a seven or eight minute press conference. And you should like after the game and you should watch it. Um, so I 100% believe that they're trying to trade him right now. And if they don't find somebody in the next three or four days, I bet I bet he's cut by the time final preseason games start. Wow. Hey, bam, bam, bam. You heard it here first. We're going to have to clip that and get it out there because that's pretty shocking news if it happens. Here we are, 38 minutes into the podcast. Justin Treese is going, hey, Kenny Stills might be no longer a Miami Dolphin at the end of the preseason. I'm interested in hearing more about that. I'm going to take a deeper dive into it. I know you don't want to get into it right now. But let's move on from the AFC East to the NFC East. Case Keenum is named the starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins. I think some people may be shocked by that. I'm really not. Like He's a kind of a journeyman quarterback in the NFL. He has experience. Last year he was in a shitty situation with the Denver Broncos. I mean, that dude ultimately just got screwed being there. John Elway expected way too much from him. 
their play calling was atrocious. Are we running the ball? Are we throwing the ball? Case Keenum, please help us. Bam, you get sacked. Oh, my God, you fumbled it. How, like, how dare you fumble it? Well, you go take that fucking hit. Like, that was a pretty hard hit. Yeah, he's going to fumble it. But now he's with the Redskins. Highest paying offense in the league. Doesn't mean they're the best offense. Just means they got the most money on that side of the ball. From yours truly, Justin Treese. That was a good Treese of segment there as well. But I think this is a good move for them. If it comes down to playing Haskins at some point during the year, wait till it's like after week eight. Like let the bye week come through, whatever week you have it. Like yep. Get past that midway point. Figure out where you're at in the season. Where's your team at? Are you fighting for the playoffs? Are you not? Or you got to figure out stuff going on with Trent Williams as well. Is he, is he traded yet? Is he still there? Are you getting draft picks for him? You freaking better be because – the way it's looking right now, you're not going to be picking high in the draft. You're going to be picking pretty low. Yeah. And Loaded that, offensive, sorry. Yeah, that offensive line looked horrible this week. Like, there's no reason to put Haskins in that situation. Like, that's what I, I was kind of always on that train of, like, you probably should just start Haskins from day one, even though I did recognize they brought Keenum in for a reason, right? Like, they probably talked to him when they signed him to him, right? Hey, like, we're looking for a quarterback. If one falls to us. They probably made, like, you know, a gentleman's agreement. Like, hey, we're probably not going to trade up for one, but if one falls to us, we will take him in the first round, just so you're aware of that, right? Like, there's no way that they didn't have that conversation. Yeah. Um, but, the, you know, they were probably like, hey, but we, he, either way, we probably don't think any of these guys are day one starters, so you will be our day one starter, but, like, you're probably not the future, future of this. And I think that's why he only – did he sign a one-year deal or two-year deal? You, you may not know. It was time. one year. One year deal. See, so yeah. So I mean, makes sense. I, I like it. I like your thought process of maybe you do it during the bye week, so he gets two full weeks of practice with the ones and whatnot. Yeah, I like that. Uh, last thing here, really, just kind of shocking that they did this. I, maybe he's just not developing. The Green Bay Packers cut Josh Jones. I believe this is the safety from Iowa. Correct? No. That's, He's not from Iowa. No, you're thinking Josh Jack is. Isn't that Josh Jackson? Oh, that's right. Right. I know so, Josh Jones is a is a safety though. Yeah, he is a safety. I, I I honestly don't know what school he went to. Dang, I guess I didn't know that either. And he's a third year, not a second year. Yeah. Um, North Carolina State. Yeah. Wow. Okay. My yeah, bad. So, that, so your, what your process, what you just did, went through is what I went through when I saw it this morning. I was like, wait a second, what? Josh Jackson? I'm like, but wasn't he a cornerback, not a safety? I'm like, maybe mm-hmm. they moved him this offseason and I didn't realize it. No, it's Josh Jones, not Josh Jackson. So they still have Josh Jackson from Iowa and then Jair Alexander from Louisville on the other yep. side. Yep, yep, yep. There we go. Okay, on the same page. Uh, that's about it. I don't really know what Jones had to offer. They really weren't having it anymore. They moved on from him. I the reason I have it in here is because I was thinking it was Josh Jackson. I was like, well, that's pretty fast to move on from a young corner, uh, Kansas City, where the hell you at? So, <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So, sadly, sorry, Packers fans. I don't know a lot about Josh Jones. <laughs> I, ap- I apologize. And moving on. <laughs> um, speaking of the Packers, though, we have a fan that is a Packers fan, and he came at us this weekend and said, hey, I need some good fantasy fantasy football loser punishments. And he's like, I, I can't think of a better place than talking football. 
get it on the podcast. And I'm like, consider it done, man. We'll get it on this episode. Check in on Tuesday. <laughs> so, Austin, do you have any off of the top of your head? And if not, it's fine. I have a bajillion. So I'm sure but, you do. <laughs> but if you got some, let's hear it. What what uh, are some punishments? Um, initial one, a tattoo. Uh, something something that you can have on the body for the rest of your life that you're not gonna be that embarrassed of. But no, you got it because you you know you lost at fantasy. Another one is having to stand on a public street sidewalk with a sign that like says in big letters like "I suck at fantasy football." Maybe standing off the side of an exit ramp of a highway, like just where you are in a very vulnerable position, to where people can look at you and just laugh straight in your face. Because you suck at fantasy football. Those are my two initial thoughts. Maybe uh, dressing up as like a girl and having to walk through the store. I feel like that's a good one. Like you have to take a lap around the store. Uh, that would be pretty embarrassing. Um, it's probably not as funny to this day and age. But uh, okay, moving on. Yeah, that's about all I really have. I guess I'm pretty weak at this. I'll let you think about Basic. something while, while I'm going. So... I mean, the first question is, is everybody local or is ever are people around the world, right? Around the country. So if they're local, it changes everything, right? Because then you can do things together. First one that I think of is go to a comedy club and do like a mic, a mic'd up comedy club where somebody has to go up there, like where they let pe- fans go up there. You have like to go an open up there. stage. Like an open stage one. Yes, exactly. Thank you. I think that'd be awesome. Um, I think that... Doing all of your all of the winners' laundry, just making them do a laundry day and doing all their laundry. I think that that shit would suck. Like I'd be fucking pissed if I lost and I had to do laundry and then deliver it to you. Like that would suck to me. Um, oh, best way to ruin somebody's Saturday: make them do the SAT test. Like sign them up that they have to go and do the SAT test. That's fucking like four hours of their Saturday just ruined that they have to go and do it. And you have to make, hey, you can't just like just fill it in. Like have an agreement that you guys have to genuinely try. Like you have to try. Like I'm not saying study, but go there and you have to try. Like I think that that would be awesome. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> um, what about doing like? Because let's be honest, majority of people that play fantasy football are super out of shape, right? Uh huh. Do a fucking NFL combine. Like, make them do all the drills. Make them do a forty-yard dash. Make that's them really good. The shuttle, like all that stuff. <laughs> Try benching two twenty-five. Fucking good luck. <laughs> the vertical jump, like everything, right? Like, and then you could even do like them have to run routes and they have to do like quarterback drills or running, like whatever drills, right? Like, I just think that that'd be like a, a funny afternoon. Um, you did mention tattoo and like, for me, like when I think of tattoo, I, I have a, we have a member in our league that's in a, another fantasy league that is a tattoo league. And it's not like get these outrageous things. Like it's the same like logo that they have that you just changed the year. Right. And so it's not like this outrageous thing. Like, so like, I, I don't believe in having outrageous things like tattoos, like make it like, yeah, it can be funny in it, but like from a distance, it doesn't look like, what the fuck do you have on your leg? Um, on your leg? Like, that's where they do it. They do it, like, on their leg. So, um, Oh, shit. Um, one of the funniest ones I've ever seen that I thought was just awesome was the Sports Illustrated body issue calendar. Dude, 
making them making them pose and do a do a sport a body uh sports illustrated body issue like dude that would be hilarious 12 <laughs> 12 pictures and you all get like a calendar printed out like i just think that that's hilarious all <laughs> all for it good. all for it um so those are some of the ones that i have for like season long um for our league specifically because i don't like season long loser is a little weird to me because it's like, do you go off of season record or does it like go into the playoffs and then you go off of like whoever just doesn't win a playoff game, right? Like there's a different ways of doing it. So what we do is we don't do a season long winner. We actually do week to week loser. So whoever's the lowest scoring team has to do a power rankings article and you have to like write a full on fucking article about who's the best team why all the way down to last and you just have to just shit on your team basically and and shit on yourself as a fantasy owner like just how bad you are right and then you get it every single week so weeks you know one through 13 then plus the playoffs i mean like then you get like 15 times you get to like have these fun articles and like all of us really look forward to them like we have like a deadline like it has to be out by thursday like or <laughs> there's another punishment you know so like it's super fun like we all look very much forward to reading these things on like who's number one and where do you rank yourself even though you just took lowest scoring that week do you really put yourself last or was it just a bad week and it's fun and we all we all have our own rivalries in the like league so it's fun to like really talk shit on your rival <laughs> That's that's really good. <laughs> you put, I don't even know if you probably took a lot of time thinking this. You were just like, yep, 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 yep. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, there were a lot of good ones, dude. It was only about like 10, 10, 15 minutes of thinking about it. Just because like, because we've thought about this like in our league. So, um, yeah, man. Fantasy losers are always fun. Like, it's always <laughs> fun to like do that type of stuff. Um, another one that I like is and given not everybody has like a work desk, you know, but like if you're, if everybody did, everybody works at a desk, like have some sort of trophy that talks about how shitty you are and make them have it on their work desk for the entire year. Like they have to have it on their desk. Like, I think that's awesome too. Like shame, shame them at their work, like where they have to deal with that type of shit. So not only do you get made fun of at home by your friends, now, now the work friends, because everybody has work friends, you know, like now they get to get into it. So I also like that as well. <laughs> that's that's really good. Um, what a way to end it. I believe that is all we have for today. Trish, is there anything else that you want to talk about? or? No, no, I think that's about it. I mean, dude, we only have one more Sunday before we're going to be talking about games. Yeah, so well, that's let's cool. freaking go. Um, little news for everyone: once the season starts, our episodes are the days are going to change a little bit. We are going to try to move to Mondays and Thursdays rather than Tuesdays and Thursdays. We recognize everybody wants kind of their that instant reaction of the games, so we do record on t- Sundays anyway, so we can just get that out on Monday mornings rather than Tuesday mornings. And then we'll keep the Thursdays for the previews where we'll be able to preview the Thursday game and obviously the Sunday games. So um, just a heads up there. I mean, we still got two more weeks of Tuesdays and then we'll move on to that Monday thing. Yep. Other than that, hit us up on Twitter. Any questions you have for us, the fantasy football loser punishment, pretty freaking good. That was a good question. So thank you guys for that. Um, 
that's all we have for you today. Once again, hit us up on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening. For listening, we do appreciate you. We love you. Yes, that's a strong word, and I know we mean it. But that's it. Thank you very much. And today we've been talking football.